Good morning, my people. This is Michael Patron and Ashley Prieto. Just wanted to wish, first of all, everyone a very happy 4th of July. And welcome to Your Motivation. Uh, We are here to give you, hopefully, insight and inspiration, ideas, thoughts, um, all the good stuff uh, to get you off your couch get you motivated to um, be a better version of yourself every day, Um, from performance to, I don't know, let's call uh, having uh, reliability and strength and, you know, inspire people or leadership or just, you know, if you're just going through a rut, maybe some of the things that we talk about give you uh, that little nugget uh, that... uh, will inspire you to move forward and work on being the best version of yourself every day. And uh, I really hope that uh, uh, you enjoy it. And uh, today's message, um, as I was going through and thinking about what we wanted to talk about today, um, let's talk about being happy and uh, the path to being happy. I mean, there are just so many things that, uh, you know, we go through on uh, the minutia of life, the day-to-day things that give us excuses to, you know, stay in that funk or that rut or um, make us lazy or um, shit. You know, some of us just can't find out of that six inches between your ears. And, uh, you know, one of the books that absolutely was fundamental in the change in my life was The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. You know, we'll talk about that in another episode, but I wanted to briefly talk about, you know, what happens in our lives that cause the suffering and uh, I'll be honest, life is about suffering. All of us. We all suffer every day. We all have shit that happens. We all have our own stories. Um, And it kind of shapes us into who we are today. And if you are unhappy with who you are today, if you're not in a good spot, if you're not happy professionally, if you're not happy personally, if you're not happy in your relationships... I'm going to keep it real with you folks. Always will, 100%. That's on you. You are choosing to live in a state of perpetual sadness, depression, whatever it it may be. You have the choice today to make the change. And uh, it's all about perspective. It's all about changing the lens in which you view the world. And it's not easy. It, it is definitely not. Every day is work. and um, But you have to remain committed to it. Um, yes, we are all human. Shit, I'm human. Things happen. And um, I get in my rut. But I've got to find my way out too. And uh, it starts with having a plan, purpose, a routine, um, some of those things will be for another episode, but you know, wanted to talk about one person in particular that um, there's a couple, but there was one that uh, really hit home to me, 
when I was at my darkest and um, I decided to quit being a wussy and quit freaking whining all the time and woe is me in my life and just take accountability for my shit and step up. And uh, David Goggins, if you haven't heard of this son of a bitch, man, he is the toughest man on the planet. And I heard seven minutes and 41 seconds of a clip of his that made me go, holy crap. If this man can do what he did, why can't I? Why not me? Why can't I be that person that makes the fundamental change? Um, and some of the things that he talked about, you know, is, you know, talking about your mind having a tactical advantage over you. Um, and, you know, he's talking about, you know, uh, your mind knows what you're afraid of. Uh, your mind knows your deep, dark secrets. Uh, it knows uh, the lies, those dark lies that you tell yourself. Um, you know, the exception when you're looking in the damn mirror. When you look at yourself in that mirror, you can't lie to yourself. You, If you are unhappy, you can't convince yourself that you're not. And you have to start realizing and recognizing what it is the things that are unhappy in your life and you change it. You can change it today. And it starts with those six inches and um, changing your perspective. And uh, Tony Robbins actually said something that really resonated with me. And it, I really didn't understand it. Um, I was actually had my earbuds in, uh, cleaning my house, and I heard him say, expectations with appreciation and I was like well what the heck is that and I rewound it and he was talking about mindset and um, living in uh, let's let's call it a happy state it wasn't the exact words but um, you can choose to be happy now don't get it twisted it is absolute work but if you choose to have the mindset of happiness it will manifest itself based upon routines and daily habits. And that happiness will just become a part of your life. And when he talked about uh, the moment you uh, replace expectations with appreciation, your life changes forever. And I sat there and I'm like, what? in the heck does that mean? It sounded so good. It, it just like, yeah, I get it. But how is it applicable to me? And uh, so I had to really think deep. I wanted to look something in my past that I had expectations of um, and find a way to look at it with appreciation. And I came up with one that I think is really fucking good. Um, uh, I was unfortunately in a unhappy marriage, um, and quite frankly, I stayed in the marriage longer because I fell in love with the two girls that were uh, introduced to me at age one and eleven. The youngest at age two was diagnosed with autism, um, high functioning, but I will tell you that you know uh, 
having a daily routine and sticking with it is is fundamental and having consistency. Um, but I knew in my mind that the expectation is if I ask for a divorce, I will never get to see those girls again. And I stayed personally unhappy because I love those girls. Um, the love of my spouse had pretty much vanished and it was just a matter of time. And November 8th of 2016 um, was the last day that I got to see the two little girls and the, or the little girl and the young lady that I love so much. And um, that was definitely a very big part of the fracture that led me down that rabbit hole and getting lost in the six inches between my ears. So I take, I take a look back now in my mid-40s and I think, how can I have appreciation for something that was really, really painful? And it boils down to this. The likelihood of me ever having children is almost none. I know I don't want to be a really old parent. And so I look back in the time that we were married that I actually had the honor and privilege of being a daddy. I got to watch and sit in the bathroom as my two and a half year old girl got to poo poo in the big, big potty. And look, Daddy, I went poo-poo. She did it for me. And um, that is something that just a little girl taking a poop got me so excited because she did it for me first. And then um, our older daughter, um, her biological father passed away when she was young. And um, I pseudo-adopted her. And I know that she didn't have the best environment in which she was raised in, and I wanted to make sure that um, anytime she was around with my ex-wife, that I was very affectionate with my ex-wife, so she got to see how a man is supposed to treat a woman. I never raised my voice, yelled, fight, argued at any measure uh, in front of her, um, because that's a very impressionable age, and I wanted her to see how uh, a man, again, was supposed to treat a woman. So looking back, I see the appreciation that I got to be a dad. And that can never be taken away from me. Even though in the uh, I guess future history of life, for uh, it's a small window, but it's something that I had the privilege of being, and that's a dad. And um, I appreciate that so much more. My gratitude for that grew exponentially the moment um, I started to have appreciation for that. But then it wasn't done. I had to look as what could I look at that I have expectations for and change that expectation into appreciation. I have a nephew who is um, blessed to be a very, very talented athlete and um, during summer baseball, 
these darn kids, my gosh, it feels like they play a bazillion games as they're like the M, uh, Major League Baseball players. And it seemed like every day I was going to another baseball game and I was like, gosh, I got another baseball game? You know, the expectation is for me, for me to be there, but gosh, there's so many games. Then I said, hold up, Michael. What the fuck? Let's look at this from a side of appreciation. So I paused and I thought, you know what? I get to be with my mother, my father, my sister, my twin nieces, my two-year-old niece. I get to watch and coach uh, my nephew play ball. And those are the memories and experiences. That's the quote-unquote good stuff. That's what life is about, is about having those memories and being a part of your family and being able to tell stories. When my nephew hit two home runs to dead center field over the fence, hitting the same car twice, if I wasn't there, I wouldn't be able to experience that. And that is so awesome because it, it will keep a lasting memory within me. So I implore each of you to replace your expectation with appreciation and see how that looks, no matter how tragic, how bad the stuff you've been through. To really look at it and start living your life without having any expectations of others and only appreciate the experiences you have. It's a fundamental shift in what we think every day should be like. We think we should have expectations of others. We think we should have expectations of our employers, our friends, our family, whatever it may be. Just replace that with appreciation. Appreciate the time that you've spent with them. Appreciate the lessons that you've learned that you know that you are not going to ever fucking do yourself. Whatever it may be. That is one little step in the journey of self-improvement, the journey of learning to have motivation. I mean, it all kind of is going to tie together. You know, the you know going back to you know what I was originally going to talk about, and this 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 David Goggins guy. That uh, if you don't know who he is, I really encourage him. Encourage you to go to YouTube and look at uh, you know Tom Bailu, uh his Impact Theory, and watch David Goggins' video. Or if you're a Joe Rogan podcast person watch david goggins on him um there's uh, a a bunch of podcasts that he on and i'm gonna tell you that he is a crazy sob but he got it figured out he went into the deep dark recesses of his mind to find out his truth his honesty you know you know, knowing that you cannot lie to that person looking back in you in the mirror and you have got to evaluate yourself with raw truth you have to be able to admit to yourself how fucked up you really are and then we move forward and we start putting together the plan to change your life three ideas that i'm going to throw out there for you number one what motivates you and i'm going to add to that who is your why who is your why? Who is the reason why you get out of bed in the morning to put uh, food on the table, 
to make a difference. Whoever that is, who is your why? And if you know who that person is, would they be happy, proud of you in this moment? And if you really honestly can't say that they would be, start making the damn changes, step up to the plate, own your shit, and let's get busy, okay? Number two, we got to give you the right tools. And there are right tools in place right now. If you go to Facebook and go to Ascending Above the Struggle and request a, um, uh, to be a part of this private group, there are three amazingly talented women that are on there that can fundamentally change the course of your life. Um, my person, Ashley Prieto, who is going to be on this podcast with me, is a all about advocating um, empowerment and confidence. She also does beauty tutorials. She has this charisma and personality about her that is absolutely captivating and I knew the moment I watched her video that I had to have her part of my group I had to have her in there she is the cog that drives the wheel and I am so blessed to have her and then uh, Sarah Garino she is a fitness instructor uh, that focuses on women and and men quite frankly too who need help exercising, getting in shape. She does not do uh, individuals that go train for fitness competitions. Everyday people. She talks about rocking your mom bods. Heck, hey, let's let's call let's talk let's call it our dad bods too, man. You know you got that beer belly from that six pack the night before. Um, doing it with confidence, putting meal preps in place putting a plan together that's individualized just for you. And um, I got to tell you, um, you know, that is, was a struggle for me. You know, I've been doing so many things. But getting started in fitness, man, it takes effort. <laughs> Running is the thing that I hate the most. And you know what? That's the first thing that I started attacking. Two and a half miles in a ventral, into ventral, I can't even speak. In a, in, well, you know what I'm saying. Um, but the last few days, man, my body aches, it hurts, it's hot as hell out. I don't want to do it, but I'm not going to let my inner voice take control of me. I'm going to fight it. I'm going to tell him to go F off, and I'm going to get to work because being healthy will continue the process of making you happy. Then last and not least, we have Andrea Jezelink. Jezelnik, excuse me. And she is a certified life coach, yoga instructor. She's been teaching um, that uh, directly. She's also into mindfulness and meditation. For me, meditation is the absolute monster key. Um, I meditate. Um, 15 minutes twice a day. Uh, I, I do a uh, put my earbuds in and I do a guided meditation. There's Headspace app that's amazing, or you could go to YouTube and listen to it. And it allows you just to relax and re energize and get focused and f find peace. And 
You know, people say, well, I can't shut off my mind. I can't shut off my mind. It doesn't matter. You just have to start. You'll get there. This is not easy. All this stuff takes practice. But you're, you have three tools, three amazing women who are professionals in their industry that can get you started. After you have those tools, what is your vision to success? Now think about that. Do you have a plan in place? I talk about in my writings about having a daily routine. Hal Eldred is another book that you can read, The Morning Miracle, talking about plans. any successful person that's out there is going to have a morning routine they do every day. They get up a couple hours early. Oh, well, Michael, that means I've got to get up at 4 a.m. because I have to work. Stop with the excuses. Get your ass up at 4 a.m. Go to bed at 8 or 9. Do what you got to do to get it done because it's worth it. This journey, once you get past it, onto the other side and you start feeling good, you will thank me. And it's supposed to be hard because anything worth doing always is. So you have this vision. I ask the people or the things that I write about to have th- write down three things that you hope to accomplish in the future. What are your future plans? Three things that you want to see happen. Three things that you have to get accomplished today. Your day does not end until those three things get done. All right? I want three things that you want to self improve today what are the things that are eating your lunch that you can work on self-improvement all right and then i want three daily affirmations stuff that is in that that is positive self-talk whether you do it in the mirror in the shower however it may be do it and then for me personally i wake up to the same song every morning because it's my trigger. It gets me the right uh, 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 train of thought. I also have written down 13 daily reminders. And those things are stuff that keeps me in balance, focused, moving forward, not getting lost in my mind, not having a moment of weakness now i would be absolutely lying to you if i don't have my days and i am a believer in absolutely living the words that i write on paper if i don't i'm a fraud and so i will not post write anything if i'm having a moment and it's okay to have those moments but you can't let those moments go down that rabbit hole. And I, and I make a, an analogy of when I was in my really bad spot, you know, when I was lost in that rabbit hole, that six inches between the ears, it was so dark. It would be like I would be in New York and, and versus someone else being in California. I was so far away from being able to get back and find my balance. Now when I'm off, it's me being in Columbia, Missouri, and... Uh, my mind being in Boonville, just little tweaks, little recognition, and these daily routines is where it starts. And um, it, I wish that I had the proper way to articulate that 
it is so worth the challenges that you're going to face going through this that it's going to it's going to suck and you need to embrace the suck that is where growth happens when you hurt when your body hurts like for me running when i know man like i my mind is freaking my inner voice is right with me side by side it's okay man you can stop you can't breathe anymore. It's 100 degrees out with the humidity. You're sweating your tail off, man. Your knees hurt, back hurts. You can barely do a push-up. You can barely do a pull-up. Your crunches or your stomach's on fire. You're sprinting. Oh, so messed up in you want head. But if you push past that and you accomplish and you get, for me, it was two miles, then two and a half miles of doing those things, Man, what a feeling of accomplishment that is. It feels fucking good. Now, it might take 20, 30 minutes for me to, to, to get my breath back and, and, and finally uh, start relaxing from the workout. But man, I did it. And I didn't make it excuses. I didn't stop short. I pushed myself further than I thought it was possible. David Goggins talks about the 40% rule. The inner voice gets really loud at 40% because our bodies are not wired for discomfort. We are probably the actually, you know, the only life form that wants to do the least amount possible. We're lazy son of a bitches by nature. It's the truth. Just stop being lazy. Push through it. Go through the suffering. Face your insecurities. Face your fears. Know what you're afraid of. And battle and fight to get on the other side. Because that trauma that you've gone through, it's going to be worth it at the end. I promise you, stick to it. Stay focused. Have an accountability partner if you need it. Stop being the bitch of your own mind. Don't let your mind take control of you. You take control of your mind. That starts with the moment you get out of bed. Make your fucking bed. You control your day. Stop letting your day control you. Learn from amazing people. Learn from people that have accomplished this. And they will tell you that life is about improving every day. It is a journey. It is not a destination. You are never going to stop learning, becoming better, self-improving. And once you get through this dark place that you're at right now, or maybe it's not even, maybe you just need a little kick in your tush, professionally, personally, whatever. But when you start feeling good, and it's real, and it's authentic, and you're not lying to yourself, you don't give a shit what people think about you, Man, it's empowering, it is a blessing, and um, I'm so very thankful for your time today, guys, and I look forward to chatting with you soon. Uh, let's, uh, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you did, do me a favor, share it, ask people to join. Ashley and I want to really fundamentally change the people Starting in Missouri, we want to work our way outwards. Um, I think we have some good ideas. 
um, knowing that I am not perfect. I have my flaws just like everybody else. But you have to start somewhere. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Go make a difference today. Impact someone's life. Impact your life. God bless. Take care.